This is a production of Cornell University. For Cornell University's world-renowned turfgrass program, I'm Frank Rossi. And I'm Carl Scamenti. And this is episode 12 of Turf Talk, brought to you in partnership with our friends at Winfield United. Turf Talk provides just-in-time, science-based recommendations for professional turfgrass managers in the Northeast U.S. So, Frank, let's not waste any time getting into this. Uh, the last week, we got some real hot, sweltering weather. How did we see that impact the turf this week? Well, as predicted, Carl, the steam arrived this past weekend. It followed a cooler-than-normal week, though. So this would suggest plants weren't well acclimated to the rapid onset of oppressive heat and humidity. Drought-stressed plants got some minor relief the week before, but also were likely predisposed to some very active foliar pathogens. Soils are warming, and if the soils are wet, they'll warm, and especially in the evening hours, soils will not cool down, as is typical, where more oxygen is present in well-drained soils. Root growth will naturally decline as soil temperatures, and again, wet conditions will exacerbate these, these situations. My colleague in Missouri, Professor Lee Miller, calls it boiled root soup, where pythium root rot thrives. The heat will persist through Tuesday and slight break expected over the weekend, Carl. But after the 4th, um, the long-term forecast suggests we are more than likely to have above normal temperatures and normal to below normal rainfall. Overall, the word on the weather now, Carl, is it's creating stress, abiotic stress. Yeah, that's right. And we certainly saw some examples this week, Frank, of that abiotic stress accumulating, particularly heat and drought stress, eventually leading to the, the biotic stress of fungal pathogens taking out large amounts of turf. So perhaps you could talk about our observations the last week. Well, that's right, Carl. The abiotic stress the turf is under will exacerbate any biotic stress. This is true for stress-enhanced diseases such as summer patch, anthracnose, and feeding damage from annual bluegrass weevil. However, rare high-risk periods of pythium blight occurred this past week on our forecast models. Pythium is the pathogen of the week after the stress-enhanced issues, Carl. First, pythium blight. Our forecast models were lit up over last weekend for pythium blight. High-risk conditions were especially damaging to previously stressed, untreated, susceptible perennial ryegrass turf cut at about an inch and a quarter as soccer as a soccer playing surface. Obviously, pythium mycelium was observed by staff in the morning, but they mowed anyway. This led to severe streaking of the pathogen and widespread damage. The area had the typical greasy look and feel to it from the rapid blighting of the leaf tissue. Moving forward, our water management and preventative fungicides will help contain this issue, but significant turf damage is likely to persist. Now, if you're plagued with the other pythium, Carl, pythium root rot, again, Professor Lee Miller in, Rec- in Missouri recommends a knockdown of Coban or Terrazol, followed, followed three days later with Segway or a QOI, a strobilurin, heritage, insignia, fame, tank mix. Now, moving forward preventatively in the St. Louis area, where they'll have months and months of these kinds of conditions, the recommended program includes Segway alternated with Signature Extra, Banal, Subdue, Stellar is recommended throughout the season on a 14-day interval. All these applications are watered into the depth of the root zone. Now, in the spring, Dr. Miller says that's an eighth to a quarter inch, depending on infiltration rate. Now, in many instances, Carl, that's likely about a tenth of an inch or less with our limited root zone. So, high risk for foliar pathogens will persist in the pest area. And on high value turf, be mindful of that preventative spray interval you're under. Yeah, certainly a lot of stress building up in the system. 
Uh, so with that stress, we need some some keys for management, keys to success for the next week. Frank, we've talked a lot about water management the last couple of weeks, and we really don't see any reason to go away from, from that topic, right? Well, I'm going for the three for Carl. Water management again with a different twist. As I mentioned earlier, soils are warming now into the low 80s. Keep in mind, wet soils hold more heat. There's a linear relationship between percent volumetric water content and soil temperature. For about every 10% increase in volumetric water content, there's a 4-degree rise in temperature. During periods of high humidity, water management becomes more complicated as it's often held in the system. These are periods where air movement is the key on high-value golf, sports, and lawn turf. Research at Auburn University found that fans blowing air across the turf canopy increases water movement through the system in the form of evaporation from the soil or transpiration from the plant. Increasing ET leads to cooler canopy conditions and some relief of heat stress. Use of fans reduces canopy moisture and disrupts leaf wetness period, a factor that can be most valuable in the evening hours when soils and roots can benefit from a few degrees of cooling. Remember, bentgrass roots will grow up to 86 degrees Fahrenheit, but around 88 degrees will begin to decline. Annual bluegrass Roots have significantly lower optimum temperatures and are also likely shallower where temps, temps are considerably higher. So again, Carl, three weeks in a row, water management in this case, using the water movement through the system will help with some nighttime cooling. Yep, well, certainly I don't think we can talk about water management enough uh, as it's so key to, to managing turf, especially in the summer here. Uh, but now let's move into the sage advice for the week. What do you got for us this week, Frank? Yes, our sage advice for this week is to tighten up your defense, Carl. Middle of the fairway with a short iron, pal. Our cool season grasses are now not as effectively producing new energy and struggling converting stored energy to soluble energy needed for growth. Just as we have to refuel with some Gatorade to help with hydration and energy level, plants are managing hydration with internal Gatorade which means any additional stress taxes the system and creates opportunities for stress-enhanced issues to increase. It could mean, the sage advice could mean, to simply skip mowing in the heat of the day or for a few days completely if possible. Consider slight increases in mowing height that will help you extend those intervals between mowing. Regular defoliation reduces stored energy reserves in the plant, and as plants are less able to produce new energy, roots will decline rapidly. Keep as much focused traffic or routine traffic off the playing surfaces as possible and rotate areas of focused traffic more frequently during this stress period. And finally, Carl, high-value areas could benefit from some prevent defense. Be sure your preventative fungicide applications are in place during periods of high stress to avoid catastrophic failure. Sage and scary advice for this week, Carl. Well, as always, thanks, Frank, for the sage advice. And thank you to all our listeners for listening to the 12th episode of the 2018 Turf Talk podcast series, brought to you just in time by Cornell University in partnership with our friends at Winfield United. You can find us online at turf.cals.cornell.edu and on Twitter or Facebook at Cornell Turf. As always, we'd love your feedback and encourage you to join the conversation by leaving a review or comment. For Turf Talk, I'm Carl Scametti. And I'm Frank Rossi. Have a great week. This has been a production of Cornell University, on the web at cornell.edu.